World's on fire. Our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. <laughs> it's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, we have passed the salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass but we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. i got to ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a Coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. So now we know the truth. Now we know the truth. Almost half of Twitter followers are bogus. The bots. Oh, half of them, folks. Half of them. Now, I don't know what you guys say. I say that is fraud at the highest level. Leon Musk is going to come in and buy Twitter, but before he bought Twitter, he said, I need to verify how many actual Twitter followers there are because uh, we're going to charge advertising on Twitter, and we're going to market to 80 million people, only to find out that half of those 80 million people are what do you say? Not genetically created, but electronically created. Bots, they call them. So half of Twitter followers aren't even there. I wonder how many voters for Joe Biden are really even there, right? Folks, and we're, and we're still going along. We're still having elections like normal. <laughs> we, had a, we, have, we have primaries going on using those same voting machines. They're gearing up. I, I mean, what a crazy, crazy, crazy world we're in. Excited to be here on the, uh, what is today? I said 19th day of, of May, 2022. The Lord's not making another one. Got a wonderful guest with us today. And, uh, as most of you know, I do a big, um, not a big, but I do, I do a monologue in the morning. I got a monologue all over me, but I'm not going to, I'm really not going to waste the time because I have something today. Uh, people, are, people talk to us a lot, say, Coach, uh, we need a plan. We need a plan. Well, we got a plan. In fact, I, I, I wrote my commentary today at newswithyous.com, and uh, it published, want to light a pa- uh, fire, fire under your pastor? Got about 16 steps how to light a fire under your pastor. I'm not even going to go there today because uh, we have got to move. We have to have the urgency of the moment and understand where we're heading. They say gasoline is going to six fifty a gallon, probably six fifty a gallon, all right? Probably $6.50 a gallon. Uh, diesel fuel is through the roof. Folks, going to have a hard time, number one, getting food to you. I've been telling you this for a while. And number two, prices, if they do get them to you, are going to go through the roof. Why? Because it's $6.56 for a gallon of gas. Now, here's what we know. Diesel trucks. Somebody said to me the other day, <clears throat> if you have something on your desk right now, I'll grab, I'll grab my Hillary toilet paper. If you have some Hillary toilet paper, it may, may, they may have flown it in on a plane. They may have shipped it on a boat. They may have put it on a rail train. They may have done whatever. But when it ended up in your grocery store, a truck brought it, folks. A truck brought it. And so we're seeing all of these uh, disruptions going on, and I'm amazed how many people still, still have not prepped or prepared or done anything. John Dislin. I met John Dislin in Texas, Dallas, Texas, at one of the Hear the Watchman events. Came walking in the door. It was, a, I think, 
Uh, people say, Coach, you're short. John Disney was the tallest person I think I'd ever, ever really seen in my life. He walked that door. I thought, what the hell is that? Nephilim alive and well. He was a big old boy, right? Big old boy. And somewhere along the way, I got a picture taken with John. hit the Serpent Mounds here in Ohio, but I didn't get a, I couldn't find it, so I looked everywhere for it. About seven foot tall. You can't tell that by looking at him. But I hadn't. John, I was going through my stuff today. Myra, I'm going to have you pray here in a second. I was going through my stuff today and uh, looking at some old emails. And I sent you an email about, uh, let, let me see if I can find it here, John. I sent you an email, uh, what's it say here? Uh, on February 21st, 2019. February 21st, 2019, the email says, hey, John, are you still alive? I haven't heard from you in a while. So evidently, on February 21st, 2019, I hadn't heard from you in a while, you were writing Nehemiah Strong. Folks, this is an unbelievable book. We're going to be be talking about it here in a second, all right? This is a game plan. This is a game plan to survive where we are. Myra, pray us in so we can get, get John in here and get rolling. Yes, Coach, I will be delighted to do that. Uh, we're reading John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Luke 8, 17. For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything yet that shall not be known and come abroad. Ephesians six twelve. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of the world, against spiritual wickedness and high places. Amen. Deuteronomy eleven twenty, and you shall write them on the doorposts and your house on your get and in your gates. Second Corinthians ten four five. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and everything that exalts of itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought. To the obedience of Christ. That's okay. it. Pray us in, Myra. Pray us right. in, bringing into captivity every thought, taking captive every thought. Pray us in, Myra. Thank you, uh, Lord Jesus, for a brand new day of life. I repent of my sins and I invite you into my heart and be king of my life. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Myra. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to get I want to get John in here. So, so friends, look, uh, throw up his website uh, if you could there, real quick, Spencer. I think it is Spencer this morning. Nehemiah Strong. John called me, I don't know, a month ago, somewhere six weeks ago, said, hey, Coach, I've written a book. I'm going to send you a copy. I want you to do a review of it. And then it shows up, and it's uh, how many pages, John? It's um, 480. Uh, 480 pages. Yeah, I'll give you a quick review on that here real quick here, John. Yeah, I'll get right back to you. <laughs> but it's a game plan. This, Folks, this book is unbelievable. Now, John's website is up there, a wake-up call to the redeemed. He's got, he's got some heavy-duty guys who, have inf- who are recommending this book. Right, right there, you look at it. Who's, who are these guys that are talking about? Doug Hagman, hmm. Steve Quayle, Magnum, the Australian spec ops guy, are all recommending Dave Hodges, Alex Newman, Robert Griswold, NC Scout, Coach Dave Dobbenmeyer, Says, look, this is a folks. People ask, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? John Dislin has compiled what it is we do now. Listen, when you go to buy the book, you got a discount code. All right, write this down. Listen, I'm telling you, you ought to have the book. 
because it's what well, you're going to find out. It's going to walk you through scenarios, what you need to have, how you stay strong, all that. And the code is Coach One. Isn't that what it was, John? Isn't that what you told me? Coach yes, One. Sir. Coach One, you get a 10% off. Now, John, before we get into it, uh, se- se- several different levels. You have the electronic essentials, that's 60 bucks. And just the book itself, John, if they were to go online and order the book, which, which link do they click on here, bud? Go to johndislin.com. So that's J-O-H-N-D-Y-S-L-I-N.com. It's on our screen right now. Yep. And then you go to shop. And then the first option is basically the physical book plus what I called electronic essentials. And as Coach is alluding to here a little bit, there are 48 different supplements and exhibits in the back. And many of them are designed to be used. And we could talk about some of those useful ones here in a second. But um, it, it dawned on me that it would be much more useful for y'all if uh, for, if for 12 more bucks. Buy, buy, buy the whole package for 12 more bucks, right? Buy the whole package. Yeah. Right? And then you can get the physical book. For, but for example, there's, there's seven pages worth of questionnaires for public servants who might come by your house who you don't really want there. And it, it, it's just awkward to have to take that book and Xerox the pages for the, for the uh, questionnaires as one of many examples. So the, the Electronic Essentials gives you all those files individually. John, why name, why name I a strong? By the way, folks, the subtitle, Life-Sustaining Essentials for a Season of Trial. And, John, you, you put, you put uh, a year and a half of your life into writing this thing, didn't you? Well, yeah, more like two years. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, you know, what's interesting coaches. Uh, and isn't this how God works? It, the, the book that I had in mind was so far short of the book that, that God led me to write that when I went back to the rough first draft to, to kind of comb through it and see how things were, the introduction was so, <laughs> was so, was so far distant from where the book wound up. I had to, compl- I had to gut the introduction and rewrite it. Mm. Um, so, because okay, he, so, so John, let's. I, I'm I, I'm the time waster here, John, and I want you to know I interrupt for a living, okay? So, awesome. so John, um, Nehemiah Strong, why yes. Nehemiah Strong? I, I I I think it's a two part answer. The the first part is uh, Nehemiah, as most people here will know, it's a book in the Bible. It's it's kind of wedged in the middle of uh, of the Old Testament, and Nehemiah was a champion of the Lord who led the Israelites back to Jerusalem to rebuild the city, rebuild the wall, and rebuild the temple. And they want to wait. He didn't line them up for a rapture. He said, let's go back and let's take it. Let's take it back and let's rebuild it. They didn't find a high hill and put on white and stand there. They did not. No. Okay. So they took action. And and I was really compelled by a verse uh, in Nehemiah where, Essentially, uh, he had he had the the workers build rebuilding the wall with one hand and literally their other hand on their sword in one hand and the trout and a trowel in the other. Right, brother. Yeah, yep. that's the and then, sword and in one hand and a trowel in the other. And coach, what I love about the outcome is this of this is in in chapter six it says that the heathen that surrounded Israel when they saw the work that had been done and how rapidly it had been done, that they were uh, downtrodden in spirit because they knew that the Lord was in it. Oh, uh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We're at that time again, John. We're in that season. If we walk with him, 
rightly, walk upright with him, we can have that victory where the heathen could be downtrodden around us too. Okay, so John, life-sustaining essentials for a season of trial. Listen, give me, somebody always told me, John, if you can't write it on a napkin, then you don't understand it. So give us the napkin version of what this book is about. Great. Um, I'm almost thinking of it right now, Coach Dave. I haven't thought about it this way before, but it's almost like concentric circles. The core of the message, the core of, of what our lives, I think, have to be in this season, it starts with Jesus, your relationship with Jesus, your walk with God. You've got to have that rock solid and, and, and build out from there. From there, it gets to understanding your, uh, well, let me, let me back up a step. From there, it moves to walking in a warrior mindset. And um, and so the first chapter after the introduction and the kind of here here's where you are in the world in in the timeline is that warrior mindset and and someone like Nehemiah you know this coach everybody listening you you know from following coach he walks in a warrior mindset and he is a good embodiment of what that looks like what that sounds like what that feels like when you're engaged with somebody who isn't turning around. They're not running. They're uh, they're only moving forward, and they're they're doing it. You know, coach does it not in his own strength, but he does it in the strength of the Lord because he's walking with him continually. Right. And from there, Amen. from there, it moves to understanding your authority, and and this is where this is where the Lord really started to to work with me and sort of lead me in in what I wrote in this book. I feel. Um, in that it's two parts. You know, the first part is your spiritual authority as an adopted son of the Most High God. You know, in Revelation it says that we, and I just I, I'm astounded by this. I don't I don't quite know what this looks like, but we're going to rule and reign with Jesus Christ with a rod of Amen. Earth. Amen. Amen. And we can start walking in that uh, element of authority now. And in fact, we, we're exhorted to in Scripture. You know, Jesus said, uh, I give you all authority over serpents and scorpions, and nothing shall by any means harm you. Amen. And we, know, we know from 1 Corinthians one twenty that every promise is yes and amen through Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs> I love it, brother. I love it. I love it. We, we got to put these pieces together. And that's a big part of what I did and why it took so long, Coach, because this, this didn't just all fall out of me in, in one day really digging in what does that spiritual authority look like? And so digging into, to, because if God gives you authority and really gives you, and, and this coach is, is what astounded me as I researched this and dug in with uh, old church fathers and, and then elaborated on that authority. Um, it's like a power of attorney. And, you know, I think many of us have had to deal with, let's say, older parents where you have to start managing their affairs, et cetera. You're given power of attorney so you can manage their bank accounts and you know, help square away their, their utility bills and things like that. That power of attorney is an awful lot like the authority that Jesus has given us. In, it's active live right now. And you have it, and I, I expound for pages and pages on that power. Of- not, this is a life-sustaining essentials for a season of trial. Folks, this isn't just a, a book of pointing out everything that's wrong. This is a book 
explaining to you what to do. What to do in this season of trouble. Hang on a second, John. Uh, click on the book at the top there, Spencer. It says the book. Now look, folks, as this scrolls across it, look what some of the guys, look at the Doug Hangman. This book I've been searching for, it's a classic. A brilliant masterpiece by Magnum. Doug Hodges, a groundbreaking literary work. Alex Newman, critical insight for every Christian. Rob Griswold, a must-read, ready-made resources. Steve Quayle, a wake-up call to the redeemed. Hey, hey, folks, must be read, then referenced again and again. This isn't just coming from, this is some, some heavy hitters there, folks. These are some heavy hitters. And I, I'm, I'm just telling you, I feel like I'm running in circles, John, but I'm trying to give a brief overview for everybody here to understand what this thing is about. This is a manual on how to survive in the times in which we find ourselves. Would that be a fair assessment, John? It is. And, and you know, Coach, I, I feel like I've, <laughs> I'm, I've only done this a few times, so I'm kind of a neophyte as it pertains to describing what I did. And yep. um, I, I think what, where I've fallen short is it's not just at all. It's not just a work for the ethereal, for the philosophical, for you to sort of delve into your you know spiritual authority, whatever. I talk about that stuff in detail, but then I, the bulk of the book is actually the practical. And that really speech, speaks, Coach, to why I went and wrote this thing. I love watching The Watchmen, you know, and I think anybody tuning into this, you're dialed into where is this thing going? Where's the next uh, sucker punch coming from? You know, if it's not diesel fuel on the East Coast, it's baby formula. And then it's, you know, I saw a video recently about truck parts and they're having to park uh, truck tractors, yep. you know, out yep. in a lot because yep. they can't replace the water filter. Um, and I sort of got, I got super saturated with the bad news and the, the watching the wall, watching where mm. the end from next and my spirit just started saying okay well what do i do what do amen. i amen what are we going to do this book is my answer to that and so there's hundreds of pages of practical applications from um you know coach i don't know if you if you saw it in there or read it because it's thick <laughs> but uh you know i spent a couple of weeks uh detailing and crafting a strategy for protecting your children against unwanted vaccinations in school while you're not there. Wow, wow. And there's a letter in there that puts the authorities in the school on notice that you, in fact, are the authority over your child. And by, by, by no means shall anybody touch your child with a vaccine. So that, that's just that, a, a practical example. But there John, are dozens John, of elements like that in the book. Of any book I've ever read, I've, I have a hard time explaining what this book is, right? I mean, it's how, how do you explain what this book is? I mean, it, folks, it says on the back cover, I'm reading on the back cover, Nehemiah Strong. Subjects include the nature, breadth, and acceleration of our present circumstances, strategies, goals, and weapons of our adversaries. We better know that. The warrior mindset and how to walk in it. Our extraordinary spiritual and legal authority. Our weapons of war, spiritual armor, spiritual warfare toolbox, and practical application. 
analysis and tactics for a public servant visit. If the cop shows up at your house, what do you do? Including game-changing questionnaires, guidance on forming a mutual assistance team, plus communication advice. Substantial complementary focus areas, including everyday home defense tactics, optimal home defense platform build-out, CHICOM flu and injection countermeasures, emerging biological threats, potential countermeasures, defending children against surprise in-school injections. First of all, they shouldn't be in school, right? They shouldn't be there. So it's a manual. It's a manual. And I don't know, I don't know how... I don't know how better to explain it. Pick your topic, turn there, and talk tells you how to walk through it. It's, un- it's, it's unbelievable. James Thomas, are you trying to get in here? Got your hand up? Or uh, is it up by accident? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay, okay. So, jo- so John Dislin. Yes, sir. And then I'm going I'm to open it up here. Hey, John. Why should everybody listening to Coach Dave Live this morning, why should they have this book? So you can get rich? Is that what it is? You're just trying to hawk a book and get rich? We know why you want them to buy it. But if you weren't John Dislin and you hadn't written it, why would you want this book, John? Um, I would say a two-part answer. First of all, it was written by someone like you. You know, I'm, I follow folks like Coach Dave. I, I track what's going on. I'm uh, – I'm one of the smiling folks you see at one of these conferences. I'm, I'm like you. And so my, my worldview is uh, informed by scripture. It's, it's new scripture. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm working out my salvation with fear and trembling, uh, just like mm-hmm. you are. You're uh, one of us. Steve Quayle, Doug Hagman, you're one of us, man. Yeah. And, and the second part I would say is this book was written by someone who, was really driven to find answers to that question. Well, what do I do now? And, um, you know, for better and for worse, we know that uh, Romans eight twenty eight um, that God will use all things for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. And, um, you know, one of my attributes coach is that I'm, I can be obsessive compulsive. And sometimes that can be a challenge in certain contexts, but when you're, when you're digging to bedrock, on how can I equip my brothers and sisters on what to do now? Um, that's why it took three years because I dug mm. and I dug and I dug. And you, you, in this book, I delivered the very best I had. And to the point, Coach, where I woke up at three in the morning Sunday, and uh, and God just laid it on my heart because I knew there was a countermeasure to this baby formula shortage. And, um, and, but I had to research it. I woke up at three in the morning and God just said, add it to the book. And so Sunday I was in there three in the morning, (laughs) researching the stuff, adding a section, squishing down another section to create. So the pagination stayed, you know, in in line. And then, uh, and so, so John, John, I just flopped over to chapter 11. I just opened it up. Chapter 11. Nehemiah Strong, mutual assistance team considerations. Have you ever thought about how to put a group of people around you, a mutual assistance team's consideration, and how you figure out who you need to have in your group? Well, he spells it out. He walks you through it. 
skills considerations. Skills aren't static. Soft skills, hard skills, checklist of skills, resourcefulness, positive attitude, servant heart. Folks, it is a, it's a game plan. It's a game plan for every, well, never every, right? You can't ever be prepared for every situation. Yeah. Certainly have yourself prepared for what's before us. Joe Allen, come on in. Be right up your alley, Joe. Just right up your alley. In fact, you could have helped him write it probably. John, there, there's a lot of us in here that are warrior poets. You know yeah. who I'm talking about. I, li- I live up here near him. And every time I step out the door, I have one of his self-defense knives on the back side of me. Just, just to face the people that are out there. Yep. But um, I'm glad that you're here with Coach. Thank you, Amen, brother. brother. Appreciate it. I, in fact, Amen. I got one of those knives too. And I'll tell you, I mean, <laughs> folks, I'm not making this up. I live uh, in a metropolitan version of the belly of the beast, and and that's a that's its own long story. You know, I'm I'm being faithful in a certain respect as as I continue to do that. Um, there was somebody shot and killed 75 yards from my house yesterday evening. And, um, and that's not the first time that's happened within, let's say a quarter mile. Where do people get hungry, John? Where do people get hungry? Oh yeah. I mean, this is, this is the nice gentle version of Sodom. This, this is the peaceful Pleasantville version of Sodom and it's going to get much worse. And I know that, but, um, but, but those are the times we're living in and, and, Coach, I'm glad you brought up mutual assistance team. Think about what the enemy loves to do. He loves to call you off. He loves to shut down the churches so the ecclesia is not gathering. You know, Coach, there was a a first century uh, church father named Ignatius. And I'm going to paraphrase his quote, but he effectively said, "The, the faithful, you faithful, must continue to gather because when you do, you thwart the uh you thwart the plans of the enemy and um and we've got to you know it's not just in church we've got to form teams we've got to have teams of brothers and sisters that we can rely on that we can turn to that we can band together when that flood comes in that we're not just standing there alone on the battlefield and i wrote there are actually a couple sections in there first section is how to form the team how to evaluate people, how to profile them, how to, um, you know, uh, profiling is a good thing. I'm pro profiling. Amen. And, um, and the, you know, why does L L L airlines, why have they never had a, uh, a uh, hijacker incident because they profile with extreme prejudice. <laughs> it just Amen. doesn't. Uh, but then on top of that coach, there's all sorts of stuff in there about comms and, you know, how do you communicate with one another? How do you actually turn, your, you know, smart device, which is problematic, of course, and we all know that, but how can you turn it for your best, uh, its best use in terms of communicating, uh, rapid alert, if somebody's uh, being visited by public servants, there's all kinds of, of tools in there for maximizing that, but then also, hey, here are a bunch of options that were vetted by NC Scout, by the way, who's a comm specialist, uh, three-tour Army Ranger uh, on recon teams with a comm specialty. So he knows what he's talking about. And uh, different uh, point-to-point comm options 
where you don't always have to just rely on your mobile phone because when those cell towers go down, so does your phone. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm thumbing through this as he's talking, folks. This, is, this book is un, it's un, unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. Uh, let, let me get some of the folks in there because they have better, better questions. You guys know me. I wouldn't say this is good if it didn't. You know I'm very selective on who we have in here as guests, right? You guys know that. You know that about me. Uh, Clay, come on in. John, this sounds like the perfect book for uh, people that are waking up in the church and wanting to do more. People that are seeking out places like Coach Dave Lyle and the Salt and Light Brigade. I hadn't read it yet, but just from the description and what I'm seeing, it looks like when people wake up and they they approach the, you know Coach Dave and one of us and they say, "I want to join the brigade. What can I do?" This might be a good starting point for them to start at. What do you think about that? Well, not only that, man. This book, I'm, I just turned to page three. I'm thumbing to. I've, I've I haven't read every page. Okay, I've read I've read. Uh, enough of it to intrigue me beyond it. I turn to page 362 and it gives you a list of, of people that you can go to for good, safe information on the internet. A list of people, check this guy out, check this guy out, check this out, check this out, check that. It's a manual folks. It's a manual. Gene, come on in. Yeah. I was just going to ask, I'm kind of illiterate sometimes. I was ordering it. We do get a physical book, right? Oh Yeah. Okay, big, and then, then, then it says download one, download two, download three. Help us out there, John. Yeah, so I was talking, Gene, a minute ago about how in the back there are 48 essential supplements and exhibits, okay? Many of them are really useful as individual tools. Like, for example, there's a, a salute uh, visitor evaluation form where you, you put in the characteristics of the folks who are visiting you so you have a profile of, of who comes to visit you. Or uh, the questionnaires is probably the best example. Questionnaires where you are going to question these public servants who come to visit you, you put them on their heels, not you on your heels. Yeah. You, you're, through the questionnaire, you're uh, asserting your rights and your authority as the king of your castle because they're on your turf. So they're they sent, to, so they're sent so, to us by uh, email or something, a, a zip or something it said. Or is yeah. it, or, so there are three sent, different zip files containing the 48 supplements. And that's I, wanted, what we <laughs> I wanted to give you the option of having the individual files where you can print out 10 copies of the questionnaires, for example. Okay, so they're saying... I mean, if, you just, if, you just, if, if you just want the book, you can just get the book. Okay. If you want the, the supplemental files that go along with it, you can get that as well. That's, that's a confusion. But those yeah. come to us on the computer, not in the book. That's right. You get a physical book mailed to you, but immediately once you purchase the, uh, if you purchase it with the electronic essential, you then get download links okay. where you click on the link and you're able to download zip files that contain the 48 supplements. It'll go, that's right. Folks, it goes right on your computer. And yeah. what, let's say, what, let's want, say one of the thing is dealing with a police officer. Boom. Click on it. There's a file. It tells you exactly what to, what to do. You can print it off. You can do whatever with it. That's that's yep. what that's your supplement. Okay. Thank okay. You. The, the dealing with a health official coming to make you get vaccinated. Stuff like that. Here's the yep. form. Ba 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 ba. All right. Yep. Is, is that a fair assessment, John? Absolutely. Boy, this stuff. This is so valuable. Myra, come in then, Jack. 
Yes, uh, John Dislin, welcome to Coach Dave Huddle. And we're reading John uh, 13, 34, that's a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I lo love you and you also love one another. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to write a guide for us mm. to help us. Mm. God bless you. Amen. And John, you're not an author, are you? you have, you've never written a book before. You don't make a living writing books. <laughs> well, it's funny you asked me that, Coach. Um, I have uh, a daughter, and uh, it was her birthday a few years ago, and God just laid it on my heart to write her a story and um, for her birthday. And it was going to be, you know, a little 12-page thing. And then <laughs> it, it turned out to be a 70-page book. So I actually wrote a book before this book, <laughs> but it wasn't like this book. It was more like uh, Snow White. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Jack, come on in. Debbie, Jack and Debbie. Uh, great. This is, the, this is the book I've been looking for for a long time. It's, um, I, I'm just excited about a, something that as a plan to be able to hand somebody and say, do this. Do. This is a do. Um, question for you. Have you in, at any time had a chance to look into a possible use of the old analog mm -hmm cell phones that we all have in a drawer someplace is there a way that we can use those to make a, a small network of our own analog cell phones out of these old phones that are just sitting here so at least we could communicate over a 10 or 20 or 30 mile range without so we'd be oh. off the the uh, handheld walkie-talkie grid great question what do you think john well, that's a great question. I do know that purportedly they are going to take down service for flip phones, I think, early in 23. And I think that would apply, you know, I think so that would be 3G and down. And so they're they're going to pull that uh, that option, I think, in the coming months. But, but the, the great answer to that, you know, that you got to remember when you call somebody on your mobile phone, you are piggybacking off of their network. So their cell tower, their ethernet cable, their fiber optics, their switching systems, and they get, you know, they can turn you off at the flip of a button. Uh, and we saw that when, uh, you know, when Russia invaded Ukraine and everybody clamored for, for Tesla to turn the Teslas off in Russia. Um, that same thing. Yeah. Oh, John, hey, John, listen, this is folks. Listen, this is so, so critical. We understand this. I don't know about you guys, how many of you still from your bank receive a printed file every month of your expenditures? Most people say, nah, I'm going to do that electronically. I'm going to do that electronically. If they were to shut down the grid tomorrow to where you can't go on the Internet, do you have any idea the money in your bank? Do you have any proof of the money in your bank other than the records that they have? Do you have any proof of it? The same thing, same thing applies to so many. You think you're going to get rich on cryptocurrency? Well, God bless you. When they pull the plug on the Internet, you're going to have your finger up your hind end because, well, be, right? Because you're not, going to be, you're not going to be able to get to it, folks. We get, we get, listen, they, the, the Luciferians are setting up this system for a reason, right? But in every play that they run, there is a way around it, provided we are ahead of the game. Provided we understand where it's going, we will be able to block them before they get too far into 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 our messing in our lives. That's what this this what this, uh, this book's about. Debbie, come on in, then Paul. Yeah, I have a question personally because I'm a young seventy year old woman who's a full time RVer in Central Texas. 
So can you tell me how would this book benefit me? Good question. Great question. You know, it's not, um, there are aspects of it, for example, forming a mutual assistance team. If you're moving around every week and you're that mobile, uh, having a mutual assistance team that's nearby when the fit hits the shan, so to speak, that's problematic. Having said that, um, there's all kinds of information in there in terms of, uh, for example, um, your authority uh, as it pertains to your castle, which is a mobile castle. You know, there's all kinds of uh, tools in there to uh, back off, let's say, public servants who come with a uh, hidden agenda to get you to do things you ought not do. There's all kinds of tools in there in terms of countermeasures for, um, for uh, uh, let's say, um, bioweapons um, and places to get them um, that aren't domestic that will happily send you the, you know, unmentionable <laughs> things you probably ought to be taking prophylactically to prevent infection. So uh, there's, there's instructions in there on how to build out, and, and Coach mentioned it, how to build out a weapons platform that, you know, to me was kind of the optimal weapons platform for kind of the, the whole population trying to pick one thing that, that would be easiest to run and, and most capable. Um, and I could just go on and on. So, so folks, so listen, John, John will give you all this stuff for $60, 10% off $54. I took, took my grandkids out to Wendy's the other day, uh, three, three for five or whatever they call that kind of thing. When we walked out of Wendy's, it was $57, $57 for a trip to Wendy's. This is one trip to Wendy's, friends, with your grandkids. That's all it is. That's all this thing is. We've got to think ahead. And when, when, the hit, when it hits the fan, as John said, you don't want to say, boy, I wish I bought that book. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to watch online. You ain't online anymore. I wish I wish one trip to Wendy's, one trip. Dr. Paul, come in. Hey, Coach, we got to talk about your eating habits. Anyway, John, um, my name is Paul. Eat, hey, Paul I, didn't eat, I didn't eat anything there. Uh, I'm not, we'll talk later. Anyway, John, John, my name is yes, Paul. Um, I guess you're inspired by the Holy Spirit. Is that correct? Um, I, I hesitate to affirm that, but I'll tell you, this book sitting here next to me, I had no idea I was going to write that when I started. And when I look back, you know, I, I opened this thing up kind of like coach, I opened this thing up. It's like, where in the world did that come from? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'll say yes for him, Paul. I'll say yes for him. Yes, yes. I will too. Uh, I do have several other questions. You have a military background and what is your litmus test for trusting people since you have? A oh, great question. Wow. I think, um, first of all, I do not have a military background. You know, when you're seven feet tall, um, good luck finding a pair of boots, let alone a pair of pants. Let alone, you know, <laughs> let alone a or a Humvee. <laughs> in fact, I have a funny story. Coach. When I lived in Nashville many years ago, I, um, there was a place that was selling a Humvee and I, I was, you know, that I'm kind of gung ho that way. And I thought, man, that'd be great to have a Humvee. And I, <laughs> there's no way I'm fitting in a Humvee, man. It just not, it's not happening. But, so, uh, so, so Paul, listen, John didn't build a house. He built a mound. He lives in a mound. Go ahead, John. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Go ahead, you Paul. For, that, for that Nephilim <laughs> reference. Um, 
but I'm, I'm the son of a, of a fighter pilot, uh, a Lieutenant Colonel in the air force who I'm real proud of my dad. And, um, and since I really, I, I kind of woke up twice. I woke up a little and then kind of fell back to back asleep. And then I woke up for real 2014, 2015. And since then I've done a lot of training. Um, and uh, frankly, the, the most intensive training I ever did was, uh, riding shotgun with Russ Dizdar for a couple of years in, uh, mm. counter human trafficking, satanic ritual abuse and, you know, frontline spiritual warfare stuff, which was, that, that's a whole other broadcast, but, um, uh, did a lot of training with, you know, scout tactics with NC scout with weapons manipulation and, and, uh, intermediate, uh, rifle, uh, pistol training with, uh, John Lovell of Warrior Poet Society. So, uh, Paul, Paul Goslin, I, I met John Dislin at a, at a Hear the Watchman conference, right? So I've known this guy for a while. He actually brought me breakfast at the uh, International House of Pancakes or whatever, IHOP, whatever. He actually bought my wife and I breakfast. So I, I took him to the Circle Mounds. I know John Dislin's the real, I know he's the real deal. I guess the uh, first question is inspired by the Holy Spirit. I would say absolutely. I know the list, this test question is a loaded test, but uh, I think you already answered it for me. Um, Actually, can I speak to that for just a minute? Sure. sure. Please do. You know, in scripture, it says, my people, my people, his people, my people have not because they ask not, or you, you have not because you ask not. Are you ask a myth? Yes. And in this season, I mean, I, I'm in this season, we have to have discernment, discernment, discernment. And, um, and to me, um, as it pertains to in welcoming new people into your circle of trust, uh, you have to have discernment. In fact, mm. um, without going into details of it, th- there was an individual that I was going to um, go into fellowship with as it pertains to this book and the promotion of this book. And, um, and then I found out something disturbing uh, where that person wasn't walking with the Lord, like the people like coach Dave that I want to fellowship with to get this book to God's people. And, uh, and it just didn't feel right. And I, you know, I wanted to push through it because he could sell a lot of books, but, um, but that's not how the Lord works. And that's, I, I, I want to, I want to be right there with the Lord, right, right there. And, um, and it breaks my heart because I, you know, this, this person I've, I've followed and they've got great Intel, great insights, but you can't do it that way. You can't, you Amen. can't ship with the darkness. Amen, um, John. Amen. Amen. Hey, but if I could finish, Coach. Sure. Um, and this is a point from Bob Griswold, who's a, a dear friend of mine. God bless you, Bob, and Godspeed. And um, and he, he's talked about those circles of trust that we have. So Jesus, look at Jesus, right? He had his inner circle of um, Peter, John, and James. And then he had the 12. And then he had the 70. And then he had the masses. And for that mm. inner circle, that next circle, not everybody should get to come in. Amen, Take your time, <laughs> be discerning, crawl before you walk, get to really know somebody before you sort of let them in and, and be discerning. 
Don't ever forget this. In order for someone, in order, in order for someone to betray you, they have to first be sitting at your table. Don't ever forget that, folks. The closer you get to people, the more discerning you have to be. Just trust me. Trust me on that one. Kevin, come on in, then Mark Trump. Yeah, John, when you were on with Doug Hagman, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that you're friends with John Lovell of the Warrior Poet Society. Anybody who's into firearms knows knows who he is. I was just curious how you uh, first hooked up with John. Well, all I had to do was drive 700 miles to the uh, to the wilds of the great state of Ohio, the Buckeye State. And, uh, and then I spent four days uh, doing rifle and pistol training with John and his compadres. And, you know, through that process, you're, you're hanging around, you're eating lunch together, you're eating dinner together. And, and so got to know him through that. And then I followed that up with a couple of days of um, emergency medical training. And he was there for that, too. So just it, it was organic. It was OK. It was- so, John, so listen, we're having a that uh, I just prompted by the Holy Spirit to invite you to. We have a yearly uh, annual event here at Sky High in Ohio. I want you to invite. I want to invite you to come and, and make a presentation for us. That's uh, June, June 24, 25, 26. If you can make it, we'd love to have you come. Mark Trump, come on in. Hey, welcome, John. Nice to have you. Um, I've, I've probably done a lot of similar overlapping research, run down a lot of rabbit holes. So certainly mm-hmm. glad to see what you've done is assemble a book for people. That's what I lack the skill for right now, but I know we all should probably get our thoughts on paper when we're gone. People aren't going to be able to get them. So Mm -hmm. I think that's convicted me is to uh, try to get my thoughts on paper. But I've noticed you have words like discernment with people, and you have words like profiling. That's awful judgy, judgy, but you're spot on. (laughs) You're spot on. Thou shalt not judge. You tell me people don't take the Bible out of context. Amen, you got a daughter, if you got a daughter, you better discern. Right? Yes, sir. So, amen, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to pitch that out there. If I had one question, how did you do this? Or what before you started this made you change and put forth this effort? We got a lot of people here. And they haven't written a book. So what prompted you to take that step? What made the change that maybe we can relate to to figure out maybe we'll write a book one day? Hmm. Uh, well, I, I'm going to relate it back to, and I, I think we, we, we all experience this, right? We, we all have different callings. We're all different parts of the body of Christ, active and alive and working in the world right now, which must, you know, coach, I know you'll appreciate this. It must drive Satan nuts. He cannot stop it. You know, the gates of hell will not withstand the church. I, I, I reject the concept of, um, of, uh, what does it say, coach? Uh, um, gates of hell will not, uh, prevail. prevail. Right. It will not withstand. It will not withstand the church because the church will do. The Holy Spirit will we're, do. We're knocking down. We're knocking down the gates, brother. We are knocking them down. The gates. Of, we're not playing defense. We're no. not sitting back keeping the devil off of us. We're supposed to be storming the gates and knocking them down. Amen. And and if you think about that, now I'm getting on the on the uh, soapbox. When you think about the armor of God, and and by, by the way, one of my favorite segments. Back to the the lovely 
woman who's uh, mobile in Central Texas in the RV. There's yeah. one page in here that's worth the book. It's uh, it was an uh, it was Holy Spirit inspiration message given to a brother of mine, Carlos, uh, and God bless you, Carlos. And uh, God just gave him a download one day, and he shared it with me. I, I've got the page of it uh, where he wrote it out for me uh, in my Bible. And God gave him the download that the armor of God, the elements of the armor of God are Jesus. Jesus is the armor of God. And there's scripture that proves out every piece of the armor. He is our righteousness. He is the word. He is uh, the helmet. Truth. The helmet. Yes. yes. Salvation. It, everything. It's unbelievable. So that one page is worth the whole book. Just in case okay. So know. folks, let me interrupt because that's what I do for a living. Alan Zeifer called me yesterday, and he said something to me that was so profound. He's probably listening right now. Uh, Folks, number one, all of you hear from the Holy Spirit. All of you do. All of you. Train yourself to hear it. And can I tell you something else? You don't have to write a book. No. You don't have to write a book. I started writing at newswithviews.com. I don't even know how long ago, 2002, 2003. I just read read an article one day. I said, I can write that. And I wrote one. I sent it to the guy. And he published it. And I've been writing them every, ever since. Probably, I don't know, John, probably thousands and thousands and thousands of pages. Probably mm. books and books and books and books and books, right? But Alan Zeifer calls me yesterday. He says, Coach, I was thinking about uh, the first commandment. What's the first commandment? Love the God, love you, uh, but I will have no other gods before me. And we think uh, that that means uh, he is the king of kings and lord of lords, right? No other gods before me. He says, if you show up before the Lord and you're dragging stuff with you, he don't even want to see it. He don't even want to see you. Don't bring any other gods before me. Don't even bring that mess into my presence. Do you understand the difference of that? Rather than saying serving other gods, he said, I don't want any other gods before me. Don't you dare drag that selfish you here. Don't you bring that thing before me. You leave that thing behind. This is this is so, so deep. And it was just Alan just saying that one thing. Thought, that happens to me all the time. People will text me. People will email me. And the next thing you know, my mind's running down that tra- trail a thousand miles an hour seeking after that truth. Folks, speak when the Lord tells you to. Write when you get something. Share it. Because it's probably for somebody somebody else. Yeah, uh, Joe Allen, come in. Time around the time. All right, when the shit hits the fizzy, John's books would be with the collection I have, The Lost Ways. Dave Canterbury, if you guys ever heard of Dave Canterbury's books, How to Survive. John's book's going to be right beside it. Amen. So Amen. I uh, thank you for that book that come out because this is a guide. To yeah. wake people up because they, they'll sit here and ask coach all the time, what we're going to do? What we're going to do about this situation? <laughs> go to page 28. Just go to page 28. Here's what you do. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's so, all in there. Yep. So, Amen. John, your, your book's going to be right there with Dave Canterbury's. John Lovell, I wish he he would write a book. He, he lives about two hours from me. Mm. But One uh, trip one trip with the grandkids to Wendy's. That's all it is. Come on in, Dr. Paul. Well, it's a perfect venue for John. 
I wish he'd hang around. Um, I have a question in terms of this, um, what your medical expert is on uh, who, who your go-to person is. Because I'll be honest with you, I've lost a lot of respect for my uh, profession. I and I'll, I'll, I'll Paul, put it Paul's in, a doctor, John. Paul's a doctor. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, I, I'm going to put it in perspective. If you realize that 60 million babies are killed every year at the hands, doctors. at the hands of physicians, you start to realize where we are with COVID right now is not a leap of faith. Okay. Mm. And yeah. so it's, it's discerning. So we're going to have to completely deconstruct and reconstruct a new paradigm for medicine. And as mm. in my world, it's always been the greatest healer is Jesus Christ. He didn't require medications. He Amen. did it through his will and his spirit. I think everybody has the potential to self heal, but they have to, be coached on how to do that. I don't think doctors should even exist in this realm, except for in cases for surgery. And Jesus said, to, "Jesus said, physician, heal thyself." Isn't that what? Isn't that what he said? Huh? We've Amen. been so trained, so Amen. trained to go to experts. Who these experts is John? If you don't mind, who your expert might be in the medical realm? Uh, well, I'll start by saying I don't have one. Um, like you all, I, I'm, I'm watching the waterfront. I'm listening to who's and, and trying to dial into that discernment. Who's a truth teller here? Who's, yeah. you know, you've got folks like, um, like, uh, oh, what's his name? Fauci. It, they've got conflicts of interest. He owns patents. He's, he's got an income stream coming from the vaccine, so-called the experimental mutagenic injection, as I like to call them. Um, so he, he's got a biased opinion. He's, he's, he's in it for the money. Um, you've got these other people like, uh, and I'll name a few, Lee Merritt, uh, Joseph Mercola. Um, you got Dr. Ben Marble. Uh, you've got a lot of folks on the front line who, instead of having a conflict of interest, they're risking everything. Amen. Because exactly. they know it's a, it's a battle. You hit it right on death. the bat. You're right on the button. I talked to Judy the other day. Uh, make it, she's given up everything. everything. You, know what's, you know what's tough about this, Mike and um, John? I, I find that the people that have given up the most, we are scattered. We are mm. unable to communicate. That's why your book is so important. Yes. I mean, I talk to Judy a lot, and she is just so scattered. She can't get the truth out. And there's a lot Amen. of folks like us out there. Anyway, Amen. I bless you, John. That is just an awesome thing you're doing. And I don't get too many books, and I'll be getting yours. And I'm a, I'm a physician. Thanks, buddy. Amen. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, uh, Rochelle, come in. We've got about uh, six minutes left here, John. Go ahead, Rochelle. Thanks, Coach. Hey, good morning, team. Thanks for being in here, John. Um, uh, My so, pleasure. Yesterday, we were speaking a little bit about this two-party system and how, you know, both sides are bad. This is all, it's all bad. And um, it, it does need to come down and it's going to look ugly. Do, do you see, and does your book address, um, do you think we're going to see an active war zone here in America? And if, if so, does your book address stuff like that? Um, answer to the first question, and I'll start by saying that, um, there's no political solution to a spiritual problem. 
Hunger will lead to violence, John. No way we can get around it. Hunger will lead to violence. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and something else I'll add in, in, in the, uh, the second section of the book, it's, <laughs> I got a little cute. I entitled the second section of the book, um, Broken Arrow, You Are Here. Um, and anybody who's been in the military understands that broken arrow is when the enemy has basically overrun your stronghold, your fortress. Uh, and that's where we are. I mean, uh, our neighbors, I, like I just said, a, a man was killed 75 yards from my house over there. Um, and, and that's where we are in the timeline. Uh, Jesus also said, to quote somebody with some authority, uh, a house divided against itself shall not stand. And it's John, let, it, let, let me jump in this is with our own eyes. Folks, listen, a house divided can stand, but not a house divided against itself. See, we're, we're, this house is divided. I got rooms. We're fine here. But if Michelle's upstairs dropping bombs on me, this place can't stand, right? So yeah. I understand the difference in those things. Didn't mean to interrupt, John, but I think that's, I think that's an important point. Yeah, no, it is. And so... It's not going to get solved, and it's going to force America to reconstitute whatever that looks like. I don't know if it, if it looks like you know five separate uh, republics. I don't know if it looks like. I, I think it looks like a bloody civil war. I think so too. And, um, and then whatever comes out of that. Um, but there's a lot in the book that speaks to that. I'll go back to what I talked about in terms of a uh, my. One man's uh, humble take on the, if you don't have any um, weapon platform to defend your, yourself, your family with, it's time to get busy, like right now. While the trucks are running, while there's okay. diesel on the okay. East Coast, you get busy building out a platform. And I spent a dozen pages in there talking about a very respectable thing that nobody would want to mess with when you get done putting it together. Uh, something in there also, Coach, that we, we already talked about, but I'll reiterate here, is that mutual assistance team. You got to get yeah. busy forming up your alliances. You know, if you're one off, you're easy to pick off. But um, if you're part mm. of a band um, of brothers, if you will, brothers and sisters, then that's much more difficult to deal with. I mean, Craig, come on in, Craig. Uh, Coach, I just wanted to say, uh, remember in Dale's church, uh, June 6th? 2021 mm. i said broken arrow you did that's right remember that <laughs> i do uh john uh i'm sorry uh craig pointed out to me yesterday you know we're doing this event here on june june 6th here at sky high craig pointed out yesterday that a year ago june 6th we were in dale's church uh craig's a numbers guy right and so june 6th that's d-day isn't it wow we got a we got a spiritual d-day coming here as well yeah that's you craig Re reggie come on in Thank you, Coach. Thank you, John, for coming. Time is really precious. I have a question when Coach was saying, you know, I don't know how to explain this manual. The, this came to me. It was a, it's a divine field manual. So I believe that you were inspired by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, you know, he operates in you and you acknowledge that. So you're, you give, um, I don't, I haven't read your book. So apologize if I misspeak. Um, you give a lot of, uh, field manual, tactical hands on. Do you believe now I'm asking this question because something I believe. In the times to come are like no other. And I have a feeling now we prepare as well. So um, do you believe that we will be operating those who understand the Holy Spirit in, in a higher level? I do not believe that America was founded on Christian principles. It was founded on Luciferian 
it's a setup. So, but I believe that we are going to be equipped with gifts that we aren't even prepared to understand. And we are going to be operating in a demonic or against the demonic on a spiritual level, as well as a physical. I I just was curious what your thoughts were as far as that goes. Absolutely. And um, I think your description as a divine field manual, that just, that just rings like a bell in my spirit. I think that is, that is, that's probably a better description of the book I wrote than I've come up with to this point. So, okay. So folks, John, John, listen, we're out, we're out of time. And here's the word for the day, folks, the words for the day. We've got to change our mindset. This war is coming to us. And the Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against us, against us. We're the ones who are supposed to be on the move. You know what's really good about it? The Lord is squeezing like an old uh, toothpaste thing. He is squeezing it out of us, baby, to prepare us for what lies ahead with us. Now, John, we're going to hang up here in a minute. You stay right there because all those people ain't going anywhere. Just the live feed's going to end. Folks, Nehemiah strong. Nehemiah was strong. Uh, It's worth a trip to Wendy's. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.